Welcome to the original vegan business talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. And today our guest is Rushed Khan. Got it correct, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you got it. All right, perfect. Yeah, I won't lie, we practiced before. (laughs) (laughs) And he's the founder and owner of, and this one's a little harder one, Barca? Barca, yeah. Barca, yeah. There we go, Barca Eats. And there's a bit of a story behind that, which we'll talk about in a a minute. So they manufacture a line of frozen gourmet, South Asian influenced, ready to eat meals that can be warmed up in minutes. The products are free from pesticides and and, uh, and are Halic certified. He grew up in a family business. His parents opened a small, uh, uh, up in a small Pakistan Indian restaurant in the early 20s, which grew to multiple locations. He has worked in all areas of the business, which has increased his passion for the food industry. Also MBA from Simon uh, Fraser University, and that's here in Vancouver, for those of you who don't know. And his education is paired with practical knowledge of business led to the creation of a line of products that are now sold in 150 grocery stores. Welcome. Uh, thanks, Shane. Appreciate the introduction. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about uh, the Cliff Notes, about how you got to what you're doing today and a little more about what you guys do. Uh, so basically, the background to kind of our business is is my parents started a, a family-run restaurant in the early 2000s, 2005, I think they launched. Uh, very small mom and pop. Uh, we had like 12 seats. And we're basically, it was like a Greek donair shop that they had taken over. So that wasn't really our background. So uh, when we took that over, we kind of kept uh, a bit of that menu, but we added uh, food that was more familiar to us, which is like more Pakistani Indian inspired dishes. Uh, so we added that and then the restaurant did well. Um, we grew uh, in a few years, we opened up a, a second location. And then by 2015, we had like a third location and we had uh, a catering truck. Uh, so different uh, locations. And I was basically working with uh, the family business from from the beginning, the early stages. So uh, I was like 15, I think, when I started. So I was doing a little bit of everything. At the beginning, it was more just kind of watching, learning how to be a cashier, working, running tables, things like that. And that really got me, um, it really increased my passion uh, towards business and and food. And seeing my my family or my parents create a business, they were working long days, long hours, uh, and they established something that was like basically from scratch. So through edge, through through university, uh, I was still working part time with the business, and uh, then when I graduated, finished undergrad, it was, I was trying to figure out, okay, what do I want to do? Can we move the business forward? Can we scale it? So we looked at different things. Uh, went back to school, did my master's in business. Uh, and that really kind of opened my eyes and I was like, hey, how can we maybe scale this business uh, so we can kind of reach more homes, right? Uh, more people. Uh, and that's where we kind of came up with the idea, okay, let's package it. So right. three years down the road, we, we started testing that out. And that's kind of, that's what led to, to Burke Eats. Interesting. So what's been, uh, what's been, what was one of the biggest challenges moving into starting to package the food? Uh, there's a lot of challenges. It's completely different than the restaurant industry. So I think we, the idea of, of this business was kind of in the works for a while. Um, my mom kind of like instigated as well. Like she was like, okay, like, um, you know, like we want you to be part of the business, but you can't kind of just be doing what you're doing now. You have to use your education uh, and push it forward. 
So that's right. where like, okay, let's, let's, let's package it. And then, so I think 2013, we, we went and we got like a, a vacuum sealer, uh, some bags to, to, so we had some basic equipment to start the process and we didn't do anything for like a couple of years. We, right. we didn't know where to get started. We didn't know anything. And then, you know, we we're too busy with the restaurant side. Yeah. We ended up, um, uh, our lease expired from one of our restaurant locations in 20, end of 2018. Uh, so that kind of provided some time to kind of, uh, play around see kind of what we could do. And yeah, the hardest part was just getting started. Like literally went back to the equipment that we had. I had a few bags sitting around, uh, vacuum sealed a pouch. Um, I think my dad, my parents were away, uh, for that weekend. Um, so then I put something together, I put like a fake label on a fake barcode, gave it a name. And then I, I, I snapped a picture to my dad and I was like, Hey, I think we're onto something here. Right. I right, <laughs> right. was kind of getting started and then it kind of just escalated from there, but very different, like uh, concept in the restaurant. Yeah. Um, where you kind of just create a menu kind of go with that. As long as you have the permits and everything, okay, you're good to go. You have your food, yeah. uh, you can make changes, but it's like, this is like different. Cause it's like, uh, you have to create something, make sure that, you know, you have the right regulations, uh, uh, the labeling is all correct. Um, and then you have a customer, right? You have to go out and sell it, right? Whereas a restaurant, people are coming to you. It's a little bit easier to market. Right. Yeah, 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 I agree. They're completely kind of different, yeah. different business models completely. Oh, completely, completely, yeah. yeah. So how about your, and I met you guys at the Vegan Expo. And yeah. so uh, what, um, what, what, what directed you to start going that way as well. Yeah. So we started um, this business near the end of 2018. We really got into it more of like early 2019. Um, and then when I was, I was trying to figure out how to kind of market the business, trying to see kind of how can we meet people. Um, and this is all kind of a little bit before the pandemic. So obviously it was a little bit easier. Right. Uh, and I came across like farmer's markets okay. and we became like a vendor at uh, the first farmer's market we did. It was like the Surrey market. Uh, so that went well, we had a good response. Then we, we, we applied, uh, to get to the Vancouver farmers market. So we did that. And then, so we had initially like four products. Um, and none of those at that time were even were, were vegan. They're all like halal products. Uh, so we were very careful with kind of like what products we were putting out there, right. uh, but we didn't have a, a vegan product and, you know, living in Vancouver, like, I guess I was kind of living in a hole myself that I was like, okay, there's like such a demand for these kind of products. Um, we, we, we should, you know, cater to this community. We should, uh, with, there's so many things we can do with it, with our food. That's naturally vegan. Um, customers were giving us ideas at the market. They're like, Hey, why don't you do chickpeas? This like, Oh, I go to so many Indian restaurants or South Asian restaurants. There's so many like vegan dishes. Why don't you have something? And we're like, right. you know what? You're right. So then, you know, we, we went back to the drawing board, came up with a few products and some of those products are like our top sellers now. Uh, it's, it's ironic. Like when we started the business, I did, I wouldn't have expected to be at a vegan expo and we've done that twice. So we haven't done too many trade shows, but we've done the vegan expo twice, right. uh, planted it's called planted now. Yeah. And we, we were testing out items uh, a, f- a few weeks ago there that we haven't even brought to market yet. And people loved it. Yeah. So th- we're actually working on the packaging, uh, right now on, on a few more items that we're bringing to market, uh, that are actually vegan. Cool. So are you, uh, so d- with that line, are you going to try and sell direct to consumer from website, try and get them into, uh, into, into stores, grocery stores? What's your kind of plan for that? So we do sell directly to consumer through our Shopify website. Right. Um, it's a little bit harder to ship 
our products because they're, they're frozen. So it gets a little bit expensive. Right. Uh, we are in grocery stores and it's, it's interesting times right now because there's such a big demand uh, for vegan products. So it's like, if you have a brand and your products product line is already in a grocery store and you come out with like vegan products that people like, it's, it's a, it's, it's a lot easier actually getting those products on the shelves just because there's a demand uh, than like even other products. So you're saying like the grocery stores want them, you know, they know. Yeah, they want them. Yeah. Like we've, we've, we've had discussions. Uh, we've had discussions with a distributor and they're like, yeah, you know, like that, that's what, that's what everyone wants. Right. And like, you know, the unique thing about our products are um, uh, there's no preservatives. Uh, we're not using any fillers. Uh, the products that we're using, uh, the, the products that we're creating that are vegan, you know, they're like naturally wholesome. They're like things that we grew up eating that we we didn't think of. We didn't think of these products as vegan when we were eating them. It was just a part of our diet, right? Yeah. Uh, lentils, uh, chickpeas, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that kind of stuff, right? Like we didn't we didn't think of it that way, but it was like yeah. stuff that we were eating, and we're like, okay, uh, now that we're like, hey, our customer wants this stuff. Like we we never thought that this is what the customer wanted, right? until the customer, until we actually talked to the customer and then, then they told us, right? They're like, hey, we, we want the stuff that you're eating, right? Um, so a few things we've, we've actually launched in, in different formats uh, that they're not in the grocery store yet, but they're like in, uh, uh, we're, we're doing this uh, uh, project with like uh, different warehouses. Okay, yeah. So like Amazon warehouses is, is one. Uh, we're working with the Lululemon headquarters uh, where we're coming out with, the, they have like micro markets. Okay. So we're supplying them with like vegetarian meals. So it's like rice and like the curry or the chickpeas, like vegetarian items, uh, frozen. And they have like a, a small, like micro market. So a small, think of it as like a small grocery store within their warehouse. So it's for the staff to kind of just pull out of the freezer, uh, microwave, and then kind of just eat it right there. So it's like okay. some of those vegan items we've already actually launched in like a, a certain format. They just haven't hit the grocery stores yet. Yeah. Interesting. So that's like, so Lululemon or, or Amazon, so they have enough people there where they go and yeah, and they get the meal, the frozen meal out of the, out of the fridge, I guess, or. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Out of the freezer. Yeah. Cause like there's, there's like 10 warehouses and like uh, 10 Amazon warehouses, I think within BC. Right. And like, they're kind of like, they're bigger warehouses. Right. So it's like hard for like uh, staff to kind of like go across the street to like Tim Hortons or, you know, a right, Starbucks yeah. to kind of yeah. grab a snack. Like it's like, uh, they want to kind of, so they, they either kind of bring something from, from home, um, keep it there and then warm it up there, or they, they can, they have the option of purchasing a full meal. Right. And the way we kind of got uh, connected with this was they, they, there was options uh, available for, for the staff there, but most of the, a lot of uh, the majority of the, the workers are South Asian at some of these warehouses. So they were kind of like speaking up. They're like, you know what? We're, we don't want mac and cheese, right? We want kind of yeah. like, you know, we want this, we want that, right? So it's like, we kind of, someone, we got connected and then we were able to provide these meals for them. So it's like a win-win, right? Like, you know, right. uh, workers are happy. They have uh, options that are suitable right. to, to their diet. And and then obviously, you know, the the, the team or the company's happy because the staff is, the staff is happy. Right. That's an interesting uh distribution model great for you guys too because not only do you get to put it in there but you also get to test to see what people exactly, actually like exactly exactly because like the packaging for these uh products they're more basic so it's just kind of like you know in a tray format uh we're able to kind of put a very simple label on it and then you know if, like let's say if, if those products they want to change we kind of go back to the drawing board and then you go we throw something else out there and right. they, they they want different things because they want a variety whereas like grocery store model is a little bit different 
uh, we have to print in thousands and thousands of, of units, like the packaging. Right. Um, and if there's like even one thing we need to change on there, it's very expensive, right? It's like either you come out with a new bag or it's like, hey, you got to come out with a, a new label to add to the bag or to the box uh, and make that adjustment. So it's, 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 it's very expensive. So it's not very easy to make changes. Right, right. That's true. So how did you, how, you know, that's one of those little hidden things, you know, you wouldn't think about, you know, putting meals inside the Amazon or Lululemon, uh, you know, kind of staff places. How did you, how did you come up with that? How did that happen? Uh, yeah, we were talking about this earlier, you know, it's like connections and relationships. Uh, it's not something that we did think about, but it's like, hey, we, we were there, we're kind of uh, through the farmer's market scene, we got connected with like uh, different relationships. And then uh, we, we ended up connecting with uh, uh, Good to Grow uh, products. Okay. Uh, they're like a consulting firm uh, for food and uh, beverage uh, businesses. Uh, they're based in BC primarily. Uh, and they were doing like a, a pitch and play where they wanted uh, local businesses to kind of pitch to institutions okay. uh, within BC. So universities, um, uh, yeah, colleges, healthcare, things like that. So right. we did a pitch and this was like, you know, still during COVID time. So it was like over Zoom. So we don't even know exactly who, who was listening. Right. But somebody from like uh, this industry was listening. So they kind of made the connection happen. We just right. got an email that, hey, we, we saw you, uh, we saw that you make these products. Can you come visit us? So we didn't even know how it was going to be, who we were actually right. meeting. But yeah, because it was like through a distributor, but we don't know where they were distributing to, what they actually wanted. And then right. through these discussions, we kind of led to, to these products uh, at these places. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I think there's a lot of teachings in that, like for the listeners too, because it shows like the more you get out there and are trying different stuff and you're talking and you're joining stuff or you're, you know, whatever you're doing, it's, you know, that you're, you're getting out there to be seen and heard and you don't know who's watching. You don't know who's going to see, you don't know how it's going to happen. Yeah, totally. And then it's like, sometimes you see your product in a certain way and like, it's like, that's kind of the only way that you've ever thought about it. And that's, that's the way that you yeah. uh, decide to sell it. But, you know, you need to listen uh, to what the people want. It's like, you know, they're like, okay, can you do it in this format? Or can you do it in this format? And we're like, you know, we're, we're not a huge company where it's like, okay, uh, it's going to take a lot of work to make a change. Yes, there is work, but it's like, you know, like we're still in the process of, of, of growing. So it's right. like, okay, you know what? Like, yeah, let's look at that. Maybe that will become a bigger part of our business than like, you know, we, we anticipated. Uh, we're doing a lot of food service now as well. So preparing meals for like restaurants and things like that as well. Um, so larger, larger bags. So it's like, that's, it's. So these are things that we kind of didn't really think about uh, when we right. launched. We were like, okay, you know, we have a product. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna sell at like uh, this store, that store, and you know, we'll, we'll come out with more products. But you know, it's not kind of how it always is, right? It's like a roller coaster. It's like you, but yeah. you have to be you have to be able to to listen to the customer uh, to see uh, to see what they want. Uh, watch out for trends. Yeah, and uh, it's like, yeah, I get it. Like you have to be, kind of be firm on kind of your product. Like you, you know, you don't want to make too many changes. You don't want to sacrifice quality. Uh, and like, you know, the real uh, core of like, you know, what makes it special. Um, but if there's things that you can kind of like adjust to kind of make it suit, like maybe a, a different industry, a different customer, bring on more business, then, you know, why not? 100%. You know, and I think that that is su such a key of what you just said. And, and I think that small businesses don't look at stuff like that enough, which you you could call innovation. And, and we think about innovation as you know, the word of creating the next Tesla or something, but yeah. innovation, there's so many small innovations that you can yeah. do inside your business all the time. 
100%. Innovation is a good word, actually, because that's a question that we've been asked a lot. Um, um, even entering different like trade shows and like uh, awards and things like people are like, oh, like, is your product innovative, right? And it's like an interesting uh, question because it's like, I think it is. It, we, we are doing different things. We're bringing traditional um, items uh, into different formats. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like a... a uh, we're using quality ingredients, you know, our products are halal and we're doing things that, you know, some people we haven't seen here in Vancouver, right? Whereas like uh, someone might look at it, okay, you're just like another like a frozen Indian uh, box, you know, brand, right? right? So it's not very innovative, right? So it really depends on how you're kind of looking at it because it's like to one, we're like at the farmer's market, uh, we have a customer, we'll have customers coming to, oh, I've never, this is so cool, right? Like it's, I've never seen anything like this before. It's so innovative, right? Whereas like someone else be like, oh, I've seen this like a bunch of times, you know, it's overdone, right? So it's like, it's, it's very interesting, right? So it's like, you kind of yeah. like need to uh, keep your eyes open and innovate. And, you know, as long as you're innovating in like a way that it makes sense to you and your customer, you know, I, I think that's innovation, right? Yeah. You have to like kind of look at it all kind of like uh, uh, black and white. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. There's lots of little innovations that can be done in a business and, you know, 100%. Um, distribution to customer experience to uh, how you're going to build leadership with inside teams and employees you know there's, there's so exactly. many ways exactly to do so that. many things yeah so where do you see your kind of business going like where do you see the biggest growth coming from for you guys uh that's a good question um we we want to continue developing our grocery side like i feel like that's been like uh, really instrumental to, to the brand uh people see the product um at different stores so it's like okay you know it's it's there's they're able to to locate it try it eat it and then right. from that i think we've we've gained a lot of different opportunities such as the ones i told you about with the micro markets and food service uh so it's continuing to grow that um i feel like there's a lot of work to be done uh, a lot of places that we can be at we want to make our product more accessible more uh available uh so we've hit about over 150 stores now within BC, we've prepped it to like Alberta, but we feel like, hey, we can kind of like uh, get a little bit further out as well. So the the number in terms of the distribution, I feel like can grow. Right. Uh, formats is good now. I think we're in three different formats. So it's like we want to concentrate kind of like uh, on all three. Um, but yeah, like it's like just definitely having our product more available, uh, growing. Uh, as this, we, we talked about this earlier, we have a few products kind of in the works as well that we're thinking of launching. So it's like, we're really listening to kind of what the customer wants. So it's right. like, you know, we're coming out with like different things um, that are suiting people's diets. Um, things, some products, you know, they are familiar with like butter chicken, for example. And that's like one product that we have in our menu, uh, you know, because customers are familiar with that. So like, they'll try it. And once they try it, they like it. And, you know, we offer them another item, right? That, you know, they might not be familiar with, right? We kind of take it from there. So it's like, um, you need to kind of have a full range, a full package of items. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so, do you see your do you see you guys moving more and more also into the vegan space with more vegan products? Do you see that as an opportunity for your company? Yeah, hundred percent. We're already working on it right now. As I said, that's the feedback that we even got at the the expo that we went to. Um, right now, we have uh, chana masala, which is one of our, our top sellers right now. So our chickpea lentil curry, uh, we, we have a veggie biryani that we've had uh, for a little bit. We just haven't uh, brought it full splash into grocery stores yet. Um, we have a, a dal chawal coming out, which we tested at the uh, the expo. So that's like 
uh, lentils, uh, yellow lentils with rice. So it's like, uh, that's one of the things I was telling you about. That's like some stuff that we would have daily as lunch, like, you know, as kids uh, at our home that our, 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 our mom would prepare. Yeah. Right? And we never thought of it as like an item that we kind of bring to market. But it's, it's totally. like, when we, we, we put it out there and we get our uh, customers to test it out, they're like, hey, we want this. This is what we want, right? Yeah. This is the they, they taste. Uh, it doesn't even taste frozen, right? You know, it's, it, it, it tastes, it tastes yeah. good. And um, so that's, that's one. We have a couple other things that we're working on as well. Um, we're looking at coming out like veggie kebabs. Uh, okay. So made, made from like, you know, um, uh, carrots and like uh, chickpea flour and like uh, actual like veggies, right? So it's like, you know, like it's, like, it, it's like, it, it gives you like the texture of like, you know, like a, a meat kebab. Uh, but it's actually veggies, right? Like, you know, to yeah. like a, a, a proper veggie burger, right? So that's like something that we're working on that we feel like could be good in like food service as well uh, and in retail. So uh, definitely like there's so many things that we're, we, we're working with. There's another, uh, we, we do a beef nihari actually, which is like a slow cooked uh, South Asian uh, beef curry. So it's like slow cooked for like eight hours. Beef gets like very tender and like a gravy. So it's like, we're looking at like, uh, uh, we, we met a, a, uh, a vendor at a farmer's market he does expos as well they use like tempeh so okay. like hey like can we play with this and then use this as a substitute uh instead of the beef uh in this curry and like you know like let's see if the right. can hold and like uh taste similar to kind of like what the beef tastes like right uh, so a lot of like experimenting that we're doing and this is definitely like an industry that we continue uh to explore that's cool right because i tried your guys' stuff and I liked it and it's something that I would buy and it's something like you like you said you you were just used to having natural because of your culture exactly where you know I was vegan for quite a while but but even in the vegan world I never I never got to have that type of food that taste like right that. right so right. so for me it's a good mixture of adding more variety into my Eating right. right and that's kind of that's kind of how we're looking at it because we're like well now we're like we went back to the drawing board and we're like hey there's so many things that we're eating that actually are vegan we just never kind of thought about it because it's like hey we it's just it's just part of our diet right, right? and it's just like hey we were just like we never yeah. thought it, we never labeled it vegan it was just like okay on mondays we have this item because you know yeah. it's just we had too much of like whatever the day before right too, right, too much right. pizza the day before right so this is kind of like you know just to balance the diet out right and that's I feel like that's a lot. Uh, uh, that's 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 one of the big reasons why people uh, have a vegan diet, right? You know, they want to change it up. You know, want to have a healthy lifestyle. So it's like this is like something that coming from a South Asian family, it was like something our grandparents or our great grandparents they kind of already set set, right? They had like a fixed schedule and kind of what they were going to eat, right? Uh, and you know, they weren't having meat all the time. You know, they were changing it up. So it's like, yeah, that's interesting. That like, you know, it's just like. Uh, uh, that thought and this is kind of like merging together now right yeah i mean i always say to everybody i always love it when my indian friends get married because <laughs> there's lots of vegan yeah. options oh and yeah number yeah. one there's a ton of food that you can eat for yeah. like weeks and weeks and weeks because yeah the weddings are like five days or something crazy right but yeah oh yeah like, yeah right you know about that but yeah. there's always like super good options for like like vegan stuff you know and i go to other weddings exactly. you know what i mean like my my you know caucasian friends and you know there's sometimes there's no like vegan options <laughs> yeah yeah salad, that's true. right like that's salad. True. that's true or it's like you know if, if there is a vegan option it's like okay they've had to kind of change 
uh, the the flavors to kind of make it vegan. Yeah. And then okay, maybe it doesn't taste as good now, right? Whereas like okay, uh, the items that we're planning to like bring out, it's not well, most of the items. It's just it's how we eat them, right? The same yeah. spices, the same way of preparing. There's there's no. It's like it's it's so it's like fully authentic, like uh, a meal that we would have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's vegan also. Is there any vegan, fully Indian, just vegan Indian restaurants in Vancouver? Yeah, there I've I've come across quite a bit actually, especially in Vancouver. None, the top of my head, but I'm I'm sure like if you look into it, there 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 should be because right, not a lot of restaurants are are vegetarian, and then I know not everyone uh, is it's not it's not completely vegan, but like uh, I feel like there there should be a full-on vegan restaurant or if there is a, yeah. <laughs> it's a definitely an uh, an opportunity for someone 100%. to explore yeah uh-huh. but i'm sure there should be someone kind of kind of doing that yeah i would i would i would, I would think I'm, I'm just trying to think even downtown i can't you know downtown i i can't think of one that's just purely vegan uh and it's interesting because it's interesting yeah yeah and i think it would pull that crowd because you know i know so many people downtown and it's one of those businesses I think that would, I think it would really work down there. And I really believe yeah, that. hundred percent. The next, the kind of, the the specialty vegan, I think is the next kind of big thing. Like, you know, African American vegan, Indian vegan, you know, type of stuff like that. I think those are the next big things coming are very niche things. Yeah, no, you're a hundred percent right. Cause it's like uh, last few years, like uh, Beyond Meat was like a big part of like the industry and that continues to grow. And that's kind of what we're looking at. We're like, okay, well, uh, they're having to like uh, use Beyond Meat. We we don't even have to go that route. We have like, you know, like uh, our, our products are naturally vegan. Uh, we just kind of have to like, you know, market it and explain yeah. to our customer kind of what it is. And I feel like South Asian food is so mainstream now anyway that like people know, right? They, they, yeah. they know, they want to know more. Um, yeah, as you said, you've probably been to like an Indian wedding, you know, so it's like you've been to at least one event out of the five events that happened. So you've you've tasted something uh, somewhere at least. Totally, 100%. Yeah, so that's that's cool. I love how you guys are, you know, building and where you guys are going. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations on, you know, everything you guys are doing and and stuff like that. So um, last question, what do you think is, Give advice to entrepreneurs. What do you think is one of the most important things that an entrepreneur must be doing? You to- know what? You you need to have that entrepreneurial spirit. Like it's like a weird, uh, it's like a word. Like it's like, you know, you can't just Google what's an entrepreneurial spirit. It's like, you really got to feel it. And like yeah. part of that is kind of just going out there and getting, doing things, right? A lot of trial and error. Don't be scared of failure. Um, even we talked about this, our food packaging business. We're like, hey, we, we were just kind of overthinking it. We don't know where to get started. Did. And then when I had some time, I was like, hey, played around with like, you know, some just pouches, put a label on. And then, you know, it kind of it didn't look great, but it was like a concept. And then we kind of moved forward from there. But it's like until you don't take that initial step, you know, you can't take the next one. So it's, it's really important kind of uh, going out there, you know, getting your hands dirty, uh, meeting people, talking to people. That's the biggest mistake I feel like people make is like they you have an idea you don't share it because you're like, oh, you know, it's, I don't want anyone stealing this idea. Uh, it's not like that. You know, you, you, you're not saying you have to share the whole, your whole business plan, but, you know, at least talk to people, talk to people, yeah. you know, uh, they'll give you feedback, talk to people you don't know. Uh, they'll also give you feedback. Right. And, you know, be, you have to have thick skin 
as well. Like there will be negative feedback. Um, you just take that and accept it. And then, you know, it's, you have to like think about it this way. If you, if, if you get that feedback and you're able to kind of act on it, uh, improve your business before you actually make that mistake or do something wrong, um, that could save you money as well, right? So it's, it's, it's listening is key. Getting your hands dirty is key. Um, and like, you know, just it's a roller coaster every day, right? We wake up every morning. It's like, I go to bed and like, hey, uh, problems are solved for today. Wake up in the morning, you could get an email from like a supplier or something short or, you know, a customer wants this that we thought we'd be getting to them next week, but they want it, you know, tomorrow. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a roller coaster. So you got to really be ready for that, but it makes it exciting. There's no boring days. True, true. No moments, right? True, true. I remember yeah. one of my mentors, he's, he's worth about 200 million and he's giving all his money away. And, and uh, he had mentored me for 20 years now and stuff. And, wow. and, uh, and I remember him saying to me, you know, <clears throat> the better business is just about solving problems, Shane. And you're going to have a ton, exactly. a ton, a ton of problems. And the better you get at solving problems and the better you get at, building relationships, leading people, developing leaders, working with people, you will always scale. You will always do great things. And I've never, never yeah. forgot that. Right. So, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. That's, that's completely, it's, that's hundred percent true. It's like, it's like, you know, uh, as good as you are at solving problems or the, the better that you get at it, the better you'll be in, in business. Right. 100%. It's like, there's no day that comes by that, you know, we, we don't see anything that's a challenge. It could be a small thing, but it's like something you need to address. You can't just kind of leave there. Um, but, you know, there's always things being thrown at you. So it's, it's like true. a test of your patience and like yeah. uh, abilities to kind of deal with that. If we're not having problems in our business, I know we're not moving and shaking enough. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's, that's, that's totally, that's, that's the essence of it, right? <laughs> right. Because I remember when, you know, we were just trying to make it and I didn't have that much money and I was like, yeah, there was not near as near as many problems then when you had not just much money <laughs> yeah. coming in. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. That's like where we're at right now. We're kind of like in our growing phase where we have like we have equipment, but we need to kind of upgrade that equipment to kind of make things a little bit uh, more faster, more efficient. And it's like a it's like a problem. It's a good problem because yeah. our customers want more of it. They want it faster. Um, and it's like, okay, yeah, you're hundred percent right. Like, you know, a little while back, we're like, okay, we didn't have these problems because we didn't have any customers, right? Totally, yeah. So this is what we wanted to be. So it's like, okay, now it's my job to, to figure out kind of how we can do this, land this and kind of like push it forward. Right. Right. How many, uh, how many people do you have on your team? Um, so my parents are fully involved in this. Uh, so that's, it's two of them. Uh, my sisters do a lot of the marketing, so they're involved in like uh, marketing and sales. Uh, there's five of us siblings in, in, in total. Um, right. So not everyone's fully involved in the business, but everyone kind of helps out part-time. And then we have about uh, five, five people full-time working in, in production. Right. So between five and 10 of us, there's always like, uh, there's, there's like a full team working. And so, and that, and that continues to grow uh, as we continue to like uh, increase our business. Of course. So where do you think your next, two most important hires would be? Oh yeah, it's good. Uh, we definitely need someone that can, uh, we need like produ production staff, uh, not even just staff, like a production supervisor. Right. Um, I feel like uh, uh, the more I'm like, I need to be in production to kind of, you know, make sure our quality, uh, it, it maintains what it, it should be, you know, um, 
And initially it was like setting everything up was very important. And now it's like, hey, we have like a model that we can kind of just, you know, uh, start scaling a little bit more. So it's like, need some assistance there, uh, need some assistance more with like sales and marketing. So it's like, we right. feel like, hey, the busier that we are, before it was a lot easier to just go to the stores. We only had like five stores, 10 stores, 20 stores. We, we could just drive by, see how our product is doing, take photos. And, you know, all that stuff is like uh, a lot of fun at the beginning. Yeah. And it's still fun, but it's like, you know, you're just not doing it as much because you don't have the time, right? Yeah, true. Uh, so sales, marketing, and 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 production, uh, I would say 50-50 both sides are things that we kind of have to kind of like uh, increase uh, our, right. our, our people in those, those areas. That's cool because I think that's an important message for everybody watching too because, you know, as the business grows, you start to look at, you know, how can I free up my, my time more to do true CEO activities? And yeah. start to look and say, okay, can I put somebody here? Could I put somebody here? Because so I have seen a lot of small businesses and they're like, well, you know, if I put somebody there, it's going to cost me a little more, but I'm like, but you're going to make way more money. Like you're going to take exactly. a little hit, a little hit exactly. for a little while, but that's how you're going to scale that business. Exactly. So that's like my issue sometimes too, is like, okay, we get too kind of wrapped into like, what I'm like, Hey, whatever I'm doing, um, I need to be there because who else is going to do it? Right. And I'm like, okay. Then I'm like, oh man, I'm like a master's in the business. This is not the way to think about it. Right. Like, you know, like there's, there's people that, that can do this better than me. And it's like, you know, uh, I can be better at, at, at bringing the business, uh, you know, uh, to the next level. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's interesting you know, with me that there's that pushback. Right. And I'm like, I go back and I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, this person, they need to be trained and, you know, they might not figure out right away, but it's like, you know, uh, take a, a day, two days, three days a week might take a couple of months, but it's like, they need to get better at uh, this part of the business uh, so I can focus on other parts of the business and, and continue to grow it, right? And then it's like, yeah, of course, cash flow is always tight. You're not able to bring on uh, as many people as you want, but it's like, that's that's the challenge of the business. That's what you need yeah. to figure out, right? Because And that's a position that we're at right now, that it's like, okay, me doing certain parts of the business uh, all the time is holding the business back, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's true. Uh, but it's, it's true. It's hard. it's good self awareness on that one, and I mean yeah. that's the key of a good entrepreneur is being self aware all the time, and being able to look and say, okay, like how can we do this better, and 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 you know what can I you know take off my plate? I remember when I brought the curves for women franchises to Canada, and that went to a four billion dollar company, and I was really got really close with the owner because I was like one of the first in, one of the youngest in, and I remember sitting with with him. And, and uh, he said to me, and then we ended up having like, you know, like in the top, you know, out of 10,000 locations, we were in like the top 10 of the most profitable. And I remember him saying to me, look, as you grow, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. You got to always remember to try and step back into your CEO activities and build the business. Don't get caught stuck in this business because then you're not going to make the money. You got the skill set to do it. But don't get in that trap. Figure out who can I put here? Who can I put here? And lead them properly and lead them properly. And if you do that, you're going to notice a whole different realm of your location compared to other people's locations. Exactly. Couldn't have said that any better. It's, it's yeah. so true. Just as it's funny, yesterday I was talking to my sister. She was, she, you met uh, her at the trade show as well. Yeah. So she does a lot of the sales marketing, uh, but this is kind of like her, her part-time gig. She, she works full-time for the government uh, uh, in immigration. 
and uh, she keeps moving up the ladder there. And yes, yesterday, but she's really good at what she does in terms of sales and talking. I wouldn't have her involved in the operation aspect of it. You know, she's she that's not her strength. But like talking to people, uh, meeting new clients, building relationships, uh, yeah. getting her product into more stores. She's really good at that. Uh, that's why we have her at trade shows. So I was like, hey, how much do you get paid? Right. I just flat out asked her. <laughs> she told me the figure. I was like, okay, yeah, I can work on this. We could probably like, you know, create something actually full time for you. Because a lot of the stuff that I'm doing right now, um, I need to do other stuff. So it's like, you know, we need to pass this on to someone else. So I'm like, yeah. okay, we can kind of get you in there. And, but, you know, it's my job to create that position for you now, right? And make sure yeah. that uh, our business spits out enough cash that, you know, that's, that's, that, that we're able to afford you, right? So it's like, it, we just, it's funny that we're talking about that. We were just think, talking about that yesterday, too. It's true. I always say that uh, a business owner has one job as a CEO. And that's one, to keep the business in business. And two, yeah. when the cash comes in, understand where to distribute it properly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, I feel that problem, I feel like it, it's a cycle. It doesn't end. Right? Totally. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which makes it even, even more fun, right? Yeah. Awesome. So where can they all find you at? Uh, websites, social medias, all that type of stuff. Uh, yeah. So... Um, uh, I'm on LinkedIn, so I can be reached there. Uh, it's just my name. And then um, uh, our website, www.barakh.com. You can see kind of like our, our, our product line uh, over there if you want to learn more about our products and um, what we have to offer, where you can find them. We have a whole store locator on there as well. Uh, we're on Instagram as well at barakhaeats.com. Um, uh, we post frequently. Uh, where we're going to be at uh, farmers markets trade shows that kind of thing uh, we're getting our demo program up and going now so hopefully we'll see more of our customers uh, at physical grocery stores uh, now so that's a little bit different than the past little bit so right. yeah so look forward to, to meeting meeting more people cool awesome everybody go check them out try their stuff i've tried it it is super good uh, i think you guys will really like it so i highly suggest uh trying their stuff also all the vegans watching watch for their new vegan products coming out uh it'll be a, a good choice for for you guys good flavor different taste more variety to add to your repertoire <laughs> exactly awesome guys okay everybody take care thanks so much bro for this uh, thank you appreciate it thanks for having me on